love him, don't stop praising, put your hands up. If you love him, don't stop praising, put your hands up. Everybody give him glory, put your hands up. Put your hands up, put your hands up. Everybody shout! Everybody shout! Your praise aloud and sing with everything. Give him all the glory for our God is worthy. Oh, everybody shout your praise aloud and sing with everything. Give him all the glory for our God is worthy. Oh, 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 up in this place we thank you we lift our hands and we praise you amen amen hey it's awesome to see you all here tonight is anyone here is anyone here is anyone here yeah some people here. hey it's awesome to see you welcome to church welcome to activate church uh, it's an awesome pleasure and privilege to have you guys here tonight. It's very cool. Hey, if this is your first time or second time where you consider yourself to be a visitor, uh, we'd love to welcome you. And as you leave at the end, we've got a table just at the back corner of the auditorium. And on that table, it's got a pack. It's got some Maltesers in it. It's got a little bit of information about who we are as a church. And uh, we would love to know who you are. It's just got a form in there and we'd love you to fill that out so we can know who you are and uh, you know, help you to be part of the family here. So at the end of the service, we'll have someone on that table and they would love to meet you. Cool? Cool. Hey, has anyone had a birthday this week? Birthday, anniversary? I know, Owen has. Owen's 21. Savannah, hey, if you have, why don't you join me here in the middle? 18. Owen's just trying to take the whole box of chocolates. Hey, so what we do as a church, we love to speak blessing over people who have, a, who have a celebration in their life. So as a family, why don't we read this together? Father, thank you for your family. We declare blessing, health, favor, prosperity, and protection over them this year. Activate your love and goodness through each one in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, let's give them a clap. Very cool. Hey, it's cool to celebrate what people are doing and birthdays and all that kind of thing. Hey, I've got a couple things I want to say. But firstly, who was at uh, worship night on Tuesday? Wasn't it awesome? It was a fantastic night. And I'd just like to encourage you. We have these every couple months. And we have a worship, uh, we have a prayer, momentum prayer, uh, monthly on that second Tuesday. Can I encourage you to be there? Because it was an incredible night, uh, spending two hours worshipping, stepping into God's presence as a, as a church family. And can I encourage you, 
Make sure you're there. Make sure you get along. Mark it down in your calendar even now because it's well worth it. Uh, on a more serious note, last week uh, we had someone's PSP stolen from down the back corner here. Um, so it was a six-year-old family, a uh, six-year-old child of a family. Uh, and come on, guys, this is not what we do as a family. So if that was you, if you took the PSP, it had FIFA 15 in it, PlayStation Portable, you know what they are. If that was you, uh, pop it on the reception desk Monday, no questions asked. But come on, we're family. We belong with each other. This is not what we do as family. So uh, I just wanted to say that if that was you, on the table Monday, on the reception desk Monday, no questions asked. All good? All good? Awesome. Very cool. Um, hey, as I was praying this afternoon, I just felt for Nicole Stone, um, I just felt God would say to you, uh, we are right now that He is opening doors for you. Uh, there are doors that are being opened. It's not by your own strength. You're not having to force the door, but God is opening the door. So allow Him to lead you, allow Him to guide you, and the door will open for you as He desires. So I just want to encourage you in that and keep going. Very cool. Panashi, you're awesome. Hey, church, why don't we stand as we continue with our worship? is after our hearts. He doesn't want a partial surrender. There's no such thing. He wants all of us. So let's surrender fully. You unravel me with the melody you surround me with a song of deliverance from my enemy till all my fears are gone you unravel me you unravel me with the melody you surround me with a song of deliverance from my enemy till all my fears have gone. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child. God. I'm no longer a slave to fear. 
my mother's womb you have chosen me love has called my name I've been born again to your family your blood flows through my veins and I'm no longer Oh, I am a child. 
church, let's not rush this moment. I believe Holy Spirit just wants to linger here for a moment. We're singing about our great God, that it's His breath in our lungs. It's not our breath, but it's His breath. He is the one that sustains us. He is the one that gives us life. He is the one that lifts us up. It's not done in our own strength, but it's done in Him. to take a moment to become aware of that. Just right now, aware of the Holy Spirit breathing into us, refreshing us, giving us life, lifting us up. The things that have been burdens, the chains on us, the things that may hold you down or restrict you, you know, they are broken in Jesus' name because He comes and He gives life to the full. Jesus said, come to me all who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. He's calling us into submission, to submit before Him. And you see, submission is not a half-hearted thing. It's the giving over the whole of a self. And tonight, as we sing, it's your breath. Let's submit wholeheartedly to God. Let's give over everything and say, Lord, it's your breath in our lungs. It's not by my strength that I sustain myself, but only by you. And as you do that, become aware of the Holy Spirit breathing life into you. Breathing life into your spirit. Where there's been dryness, where there's been drought, life is coming. Well springs of life are, are, are boiling up. As we continue to declare this. Speak it out. Speak out the truth of it.
thank you, God, that is, it is your breath in our lungs. It is you who breathes life. It is you who lifts us up. It is you. It is only by your strength, God. Only by you. God, and tonight we open our hearts to you. We surrender what we have, God, and we open our ears to hear your voice. Lord, and what you are saying, speaking tonight. Lord God, we glorify you. We lift you up. Hey, why don't we just give a moment of praise to God? Come on, let's lift it up. Let's lift it up. Thank you, Father. We lift you up. Oh, we glorify you. We glorify your name, all you are. Everything you're doing, Jesus, we glorify you. Thank you, God. Amen. Amen. Hey, I've got the awesome privilege to invite an incredible person up to speak to us tonight. Uh, I know we're in for a real treat. She's got some incredible things to say. Uh, so listen up. Get your notepad out. Be ready to write. Or get your phone up. Be ready to write. Stay off Facebook. But be ready to listen. Hear what God is saying to you tonight. God is here to speak. God is here to encounter you. Yeah, let's put him first. So, Melina, come on, let's give her a clap as she comes. Everybody. Hi, I'm Melina, in case you don't know. Um, I'm part of the young adults here at church, Activate Church, and um, it is an incredible privilege to be able to speak to you guys tonight. Um, I just really want to honour our musicians. Um, we have an incredible team here, um, not just the guys on stage, but there are so many more of them, and you know, they work so hard, um, and their love for God is so incredible, and they bless us over and over again. So can you guys give them a clap? I know they're hiding out the back, but yeah. And I'm just waiting for them to pop out. Are they going to come? All right. I'll hold that thought for a second. Okay, let's pray, shall we? That's cool. Father, thank you so much um, for the opportunity to come here tonight, Lord. Thank you that we can come into your house um, to worship you, Lord, to praise you, um, to, to learn more about you, Father. What a, what a true privilege it really is. Um, I thank you that you love each one of us, God, that you have good plans for us, um, that you desire for us to walk in freedom, Father. And Yeah, I commit this time to you, Lord. I commit it into your hands and just say, have your way, Lord. Um, have your way here tonight, Father. Mm, amen. All right, those musicians. And um, where's Aaron Boyens? Is he here? Here he is. Aaron, no, come back. Come back. Um, during the worship, I really felt God um, speak to me about you and um, just really want to encourage you that your love for God inspires so many people. Um, and thank you for over and over blessing us um, with your music, with your talent, because you don't have to. But um, you do, and it really does bless us. And I think God has such an anointing over you, and um, I just really felt to encourage you in that, you know, you do inspire so many people. Um, 
Yeah, so be encouraged. It's really epic. And Luke Rogers, where are you? There you are. Um, I just felt God say to me that he sees your heart and he smiles when he sees your heart. Um, yeah, and also to really honor your parents, um, Sheridan and Jan, for what you do with your boys and what you've done with them. Um, I really felt God just saying, awesome, good on you guys, and just to honor you. So, yeah, cool. All right, let's get into this, eh? All right, Psalm 107, verse 1 says, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Our God is good. Can you say that? Can you say that to the person next to you? Can you say it again? Like you mean it? All right. So at church lately, um, we've been talking about God's goodness and how we can share his goodness in our community. Um, And, you know, we've been hearing some incredible testimonies that have been really encouraging. And I believe as Christians, these testimonies um, should be something that we are working every day. They're not just a one-off. As we walk alongside Christ, these should just be a natural part um, of life. And these little stories should be cropping up over and over again in all of our lives. Um, And this is what scripture, Scripture encourages us. And in John 13, 34 to 35, it says, So now I'm giving you a new commandment, love each other just as I have loved you. You should love each other. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. We are called to share God's love and his goodness um, with those around us. But what's stopping us? Because I think there is stuff stopping us. You know, why is it that every day we aren't having these moments? Every moment is about God in our lives, yet so often... It doesn't seem that way. Um, Yeah, so tonight I'm going to speak to you about two types of untruths um, that I believe it is so easy to fall into the trap of believing that can hinder our ability um, to share God's love and his goodness in our community. So the first, if you're note-taking, the first is um, lies that limit our potential. And the second is lies that say, I can't. Um, Yeah. So tonight, I really want to talk to you young people. So young people, youth, young adults, anyone under the age of 25, let's put it that way, young people. Um, And you know, God calls us to all be examples of his love, and he calls each of us young and old to share his goodness um, with those around us. In 1 Timothy 4 verse 12 hopefully young people know this, Um, Paul is writing to Timothy and he says, don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. Young people, God is calling you to be examples, and I'm speaking to myself because I am still a young person. Um, And one way we can do that is through sharing his goodness right where we are. You know, we're all placed somewhere, school, uni, tech, work, family, friends. We all have somewhere, and God is wanting to use us in, in the place that we are in right now. And John Wesley has this awesome motto, which I really love. It says, do all the good you can, by all the means you can, in all the ways you can, in all the places you can, at all the times you can, to all the people you can as long as you ever can. Kind of sounds like wherever we never be like Jesus, eh, just in a longer version. Um, So what's stopping us? What's stopping us? So the first, 
One barrier I believe that has stopped us from activating God's goodness in our community is that so often, without realizing it, we are believing lies that stop us from reaching our potential. This is the first type of untruth I want to talk to you about, lies that limit our potential. These may be lies about our identity, our self-worth, our talents, um, our understanding of who God is. And these lies can hinder us from stepping out in God and into the plans He has for our lives. So last time I spoke, um, I briefly touched on how our identity is found in God, um, not in anything else. And I read from John, John 1, 12 to 13. And it says, Yet to all who did receive Him, to those who believed in His name, He gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or husband's will, but born of God. And if you can understand this concept um, and grasp the fact that you are a son or you are a daughter of God, and if you understand that you're part of God's family, and that empowers you to step out in Christ, and lies have no power over your life. Um, if you are, if who you are and all that you do stems from your identity in Christ, then this will enable you to fully step into realizing your potential um, what lies are you guys believing? And what truths do you need to replace these lies with? I encourage you to think about that. Because I think we all are believing lies. Do you need a fresh revelation of your sonship or your daughtership? Tonight, um, as I said before, I really want to speak to the young people. And something that I really want to challenge you on is something I'm calling the myth of adolescence. So did you guys know that the word teenager did not actually exist until the 1940s. Um, until that time, you were either a child or an adult. There was no in-between. Um, so we've created this concept of adolescence, and it's sort of this no-man's-land time, when you're not a child, but you're not really an adult. Um, and I think I'd be right in saying at Society Today, we don't, we don't expect much of our young people. We don't expect much of, the, of our youth um, or our young adults. And in the media, we're portrayed as Give me some ideas. Moody, stroppy, rude, um, lazy is another one, irresponsible. And as young people, we are taught um, of these low expectations. And therefore, it's really easy to fall into the trap of believing that while we're teenagers, we don't really need to do anything. Um, that can all wait until we're adults. Um, and our youth, you know, our young people are being fed this over and over again. And... Um, they're falling into the trap of believing those lies, and those lies are hindering them from reaching their potential in God. And I really want to challenge that tonight, because that's not true. Um, I, I very clearly remember a conversation I had with my best friend, Amber, when I was 10. And we were saying, I don't know if it's because I had a teenage brother, but I was, we were saying we didn't want to become teenagers, because all we saw is that they were moody, stroppy, rude to their parents, what, what was the point in being a teenager? We just wanted to be adults, because then we could do stuff. And that was a lie that we were believing. We were believing that, that lie that being a teenager is just a waste of time, and it's not. Um, you know, young people, being a teenager, that time shouldn't be viewed as a vacation from responsibility. It's actually the launching pad for the rest of your life. Um, and God has huge plans for you, and he wants you to step into them now, not just when you're an adult. Um, don't wait. Um, at my baptism, a prophetic word was spoken over me. Dream for your generation. Don't limit your dreams. Dream bigger. And I want to declare this word over everyone tonight, all of the young people. Dream. Dream for your generation. 
Don't just sit around. You know, ask God for visions. He's a giver of vision, so, so ask him for one. You know, what's something you really want to do and what's stopping you from doing it? Resist the lies that are limiting your potential and take hold of 1 Timothy 4.12. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in faith, and in purity. You know, as young people, let's live our lives to the full. John 10.10, the thief thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy, but I've come that they may have life and have it to the full. You know, God's love... God's love doesn't depend on how we live our lives, but because his love is so freely given, let's live our lives to the full. Let's do life well. You know, let's not waste our time. Time is precious. And adults, adults, I'm calling you out. What would happen if you started expecting more of young people? What would happen if you started giving us more responsibility? What if you started to actively encourage us um, to step out against the lies society is teaching us? You know, empower us to reach our potential. If you have higher expectations of us, of young people, we'll strive to reach them. But at the moment, expectations are low. There's nothing to reach for. So I really want to challenge you. You know, the young people sitting in this room, they are world changers, but we need to enable them to be so. Um, yeah. Be challenged. So the second, the second lot of untruths I want to challenge you about is the lies that we say, I can't. I can't because I don't have a gifting for it. I can't because I don't have time. I can't because I don't have a passion for it. I want to read from you, for you, from Acts 3, 1 to 8. One day Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer, at 3 in the afternoon, in case you wanted to know. Now a man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Then Peter said, look at us. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said, silver or gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. Now, I love how Peter says, silver or gold I do not have, but what I do have I give to you. Now, I truly believe that this is what God asks of us, to use what we have, The gifts, the talents, the resources that he has given us, we are to use them to further his kingdom. What gifts and talents do you have? Do you know? Maybe you don't. I encourage you, test them out. Give things a shot. One way to do this is serving in the church. You know, we have so many different ways you can serve. And you can find out what you're good at, maybe what you're not good at, and what you enjoy and what you hate. Um, There's so many opportunities, and it's a really safe place to to learn about that, and I think it's really important to know your talents, know your gifts. Ask someone, ask your friends, ask your family, what am I good at? Because sometimes it's hard to spot. Um, What resources do you have? Do you have money? Some of us don't, some of us do. Do you have time? A lie I often hear myself saying is, I don't have time, sorry God. 
I'm too busy. You know, I've got a lot going on, places to be, people to see, stuff to do. Sorry, God. No, that's wrong. In reality, I do have time. Um, you know, God can use any amount of time, whether it's small or big. But it's about, am I willing to make myself available for God to use me? Um, are you making yourself available for God to use you? I love the testimony Cornel shared a few weeks ago. Um, she said she, she looked at her schedule and she said to God, you know, I've got an hour, an hour that I want to use for you. And she stepped down in faith. And now at the school that she teaches at, that hour a week, she's working with young boys and mentoring them and, and really encouraging them and supporting them, building them up. You know, an hour a week isn't that much, but God can use it far more than we can imagine. And who are we to write it off and say, oh, it's only an hour. You know, God can use that hour. And I was also thinking, you know, Peter and John, they could have walked right on by that guy. They were busy. They were on their way to a three o'clock prayer meeting. Like, how much more holy can you get? Um, but they stopped. They chose to stop. And out of that choice, that man got healed and he had an encounter with God. That could have been missed if they'd walked on by him. You know, if we want to show people God's goodness, we have to be willing to be interrupted. And we have to willing, be willing to stop. You know, are you available to God at any time or just sometimes? Um, I love Isaiah 6 verse 8. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? And I said, Here I am, send me. Isaiah hears, hears God's voice and so willingly he takes up that commission and, you know, complete and utter spontaneity and self-abandonment. He obeys God. You know, what is on the other side of our obedience? We don't really know until we step into it. Another lie that we can believe is that I can't do it because I don't have a passion for it. What are you passionate about? Do you have a passion? Not everyone does. If you don't, I encourage you to pray for a passion. You know, when I was um, in high school, feels like a long time ago, but it really wasn't, four years. But, um, when I was in high school, you know, I was coming to the end of my time and realizing, oh, you know, what am I going to do when I leave uni? I have no passion. I want to do something that I'm passionate about. You know, I don't want to be wasting my time. And so I started to pray for a passion. It didn't come straight away. It took a bit of time. I was like, God, I want something to stir in me. I want something to be excited about. You know, I want to get up every day and be excited to go and do whatever I'm going to do. And at the moment, I have nothing. Um, but slowly but surely, God gave me a passion. You know, he gave me a passion for people, um, a people, who, people who are struggling, people who need help. Um, you know, and... As I began to pursue that passion and I've stepped into that, you know, as a social worker, that is what drives me, that passion. And that passion, I believe, is from God. Um, and now that I have that fire, you know, and I can get up every day excited and I can get up every day wanting to do what I do. Um, so I encourage you, if you don't have a passion, pray for one. And don't give up. Keep praying. Um, whether you're young or old, who wants to live life? What's the opposite of passionate? unpassionate, passionateless, whatever. You know, who wants to live a life like that? Yeah, it's boring. That's right. Let's have exciting lives. Let's live life to the full because that's what it's about. You know, Rick Warren, I've been reading his book. It's going well. 
Um, God ex- says, God expects you to do what you can with what you have wherever you are. Again, it kind of sounds like wherever, we never be like Jesus. I mean, as the body of Christ, we're all made uniquely. You know, I'm good at something, Peter's terrible at it, which makes me feel great. But then sometimes it's the other way around. You know, we have our strengths, we have our weaknesses, um, and none of us is the same, which is great. And God doesn't waste abilities. He matches our calling and our capabilities. You know, what we offer, what we have, doesn't have to be perfect for God to use and bless it. Can I say that again? What we offer, what we have, doesn't have to be perfect for God to use it and bless it. Be encouraged by that. Use what you have because, because what you have is enough. You don't need more. You know, as a church and as a body of Christ, I believe that if we want to share God's love and his goodness in our communities, we need to stop believing the lies of the enemy. Um, we need to take hold of truth truth that's found in the scripture, you know, truth that's found in messages that are taught. Um, We need to stop believing these lies, lies that limit our potential, lies that tell us that we can't do this, we can't do that. Um, You know, God has such huge plans for each of us, but it's not something that we have to wait to step into, something we can just step into now. And I think that is a lie that we believe that, oh, it's going to happen one day. It's going to happen in the future. No, now, step into it. Be bold. Be courageous. Um, Have a bit of guts and do it. And God will honor you um, if you do so. Tonight, I really, I really feel the burden um, for the young people here. And um, as the band come, I really want to open up this time, open up this area for the young people. And when I say young people, you know, the youth, the young adults, I really want you to come up and, you know, if you feel comfortable to step out and say to God, you know, I don't want to believe these lies anymore. I don't want these lies to be limiting me. Um, Lies of society, lies that you're believing yourself. Um, Because you have so much potential, so much potential um, in, in God. And he wants you to take hold of that. That's his desire for you. Um, and I would really love some of the, the senior, senior leaders and the adults to come down and just really pray a blessing over, over our young people. You know, we're a family, um, the young and the old, and we teach each other and we can bless each other. And, um, yeah, I really want to declare freedom from any lies that we have over us that, we're, that are holding us back, um, holding us back from reaching our potential and instead declare blessing and blessing over them as they step into the plans um, that God has for you. I feel as young people, often we need the permission of the older people in the church. We need you to say, yes, go ahead and do it. And so I'd love for that for, um, for tonight. And if anything else has been said has challenged you, um, touched you in any way, we would love to pray for you, um, love to, to really bless you and come alongside you as a church. Um, yeah. So if you feel that way, young people, youth, come up front. I'm definitely doing it. Um, You know, I don't want any lies, any chains um, over my life holding me back from stepping into what God has for me. Um, Why would you want that? You know, let's live life fully. So why don't we stand, hey, if that's you, if you feel the need to respond to that, 
Why don't you come out? We're going to take a moment to sing the song, No Longer Slaves. And if you need to respond to this message, come now, come do it.
Church, we're going to continue this time. And Melina, thank you for that. That was such an incredible a word you brought. And I know it's spoken truth, uh, and it's really connected. But before we rush off into our busy life, let's take a moment to think, what has she said that's connected with you? What lies are you believing that, that you're holding on to that's stopping you from, from living out or stepping into the, the potential that God has for you? for sharing goodness as God so desires. Are you willing to be interrupted? Is lack of passion a lie you're believing? Are you believing that you don't have enough? But take a moment, take a moment to think. Don't just brush this off. Take a moment to think, what has God said to me? So we're going to continue this time. After this, young adults are heading to the helm, so love to invite you along but we'll finish the service here but this time we'll continue so just hang out Freedom 
Ciao.